AMA50KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Hi, Pastor Worth. Hi, Gary. Before we get into our program today, I want to remind the listeners that our share 2022 is uh, pretty much just right around the corner. It's coming up next week. It's April 21st, 22nd, and 23rd as we celebrate the ministry of KFUO and give our, our listeners and supporters an opportunity to give to this ministry. And I know you're a big part of this ministry. You volunteer your time for various programs, including this segment right here. And uh, you're also part of our share on, uh, from year to year normally. Why is it important for someone to give to this radio ministry? Well, I am, encourage people to support KFUO because it's all about Jesus. We, uh, From morning till evening, the programming is all about God's Word and proclaiming Jesus Christ and Him crucified so that people around the world can hear that good news of Jesus and all that God's Word contains. So we encourage our listeners to uh, tune in to to share and to give generously to support this gospel-centered ministry uh, that's all about the messenger of good news. Thanks for those comments, Pastor Worth. Now, today you want to talk about how scientists find a fossil of a dinosaur killed on the day of an asteroid strike. What's that all about? <laughs> okay, I just saw this over the weekend. It's uh, an article posted at theguardian.com, written by Kevin Rawlinson, posted April 7th of 2022. The title or headline is Scientists Find Fossil of Dinosaur Killed on Day of Asteroid Strike. Is it okay if I just read it? Sure. It's not real long, okay? So scientists believe they have been given an extraordinary view of the last day of the dinosaurs after they discovered the fossil of an animal they believe died that day. The perfectly preserved leg which even includes remnants of the animal's skin, can be accurately dated to the time the asteroid that brought about the dinosaur's extinction struck the Earth 66 million years ago, experts say, because of the presence of debris from the impact which rained down only in its immediate aftermath. It's absolutely bonkers, said Philip Manning, a professor of natural history at the University of Manchester. He told BBC Radio Four's Today program, the Thessalosaurus leg discovered at the Tanistig site in North Dakota was the ultimate dinosaur drumstick. He said, the time resolution we can achieve at this site is beyond our wildest dreams. This really should not exist, and it's absolutely gobsmackingly beautiful. I, met, I never dreamt in all my career that I would get to look at something, A, so time-constrained, and B, so beautiful, and also tell such a wonderful story. The dig has been filmed for a BBC documentary, Dinosaurs, The Final Day, with Sir David Attenborough, during which the broadcaster will review the fossil finds. When Sir David looked at the leg, he smiled and said, that is an impossible fossil, and I agreed, Manning said. He said the team had also discovered the remains of fish that had breathed in impact debris from the asteroid strike, which occurred 1,864 miles away in the Gulf of Mexico. That and the presence of other debris that rained down for a specific period immediately after the asteroid strike allowed them to date the site highly accurately. Robert De Palma, 
the University of Manchester's graduate student who is leading the Tannis dig said, we've got so many details with this site that tell us what happened moment by moment. It's almost like watching it play out in the movies. You look at the rock column, you look at the fossils there, and it brings you back to that day. The BBC reported that the team had also found fossilized remains of a turtle that was skewered by a wooden stake and small mammals and their burrows, as well as skin from a triceratops, a pterosaur embryo inside its egg, and what scientists think could be a fragment from the asteroid impactor itself. Okay, so what an article, what astonishing claims, and uh, I think it's important for us uh, to help our listeners learn to discern what's fact, what's interpretation, and how can you tell the difference, and is there another way to interpret this besides the interpretation given in this evolution-believing article? So, uh, first of all, the find is amazing. Certainly, whenever you find the remains of dinosaurs that are very well-preserved, that is an astonishing find in itself, and so it is a fact if you find a fossil, okay? The fossil is certainly a fact. So, as we go through this article looking for facts, we see you have this uh, Vesalosaurus leg, very well preserved, including the skin. We see that they had a skewered turtle fossil also found in that same rock layer, fossil fish in that same rock layer, small mammals and their burrows in that same rock layer, as well as debris that they believe rained down after this asteroid impact. And of course, there is the crater itself, which is near the Yucatan uh, Peninsula there. It's the uh, Chilukslub, uh crater. That is the one that people believe is the, where the asteroid struck that, in the evolutionary story, killed off the dinosaurs. So there are certain things that are factual, observable. You can go out and check it yourself and say, yep, yep, that actually exists. But there are some clues in the article that should, you know, give us a heads up to think about things when they say things like, scientists believe, experts say, and this stuff tells a wonderful story. Some of those words in the article should give us a heads up that this is, is interpretive, not just factual. So facts are one thing, interpretation is another thing, and so we want to help our listeners be discerning there. Right. The problem is with the interpretation here, from what I heard you read. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, let's give a couple of things. First of all, you should take note that uh, this is going to be part of a BBC uh, documentary, or so-called documentary, because the documentaries that are produced by... Um, Sir David Attenborough and the BBC are basically propaganda more so than a documentary in the sense of actually giving facts and trying to stick to the facts without giving so much interpretation. So uh, a few years ago, a uh, British journalist by the name of Paul Johnson was writing about Sir David Attenborough, who's well known for his documentaries in the BBC. He's an atheist, he's an evolutionist, and uh, this is what he wrote. He says, everything Attenborough shows is presented as undeniable fact, but it is not all necessarily fact, or fact without qualification or theory. Behind Attenborough is a theory of life. The tale he tells does, does have a message, an ideology, a set of values. He is a Darwinist. His approach is propaganda of a distinctive kind, which not merely de-theologizes life, but demystifies it. 
even dehumanizes it. His homo sapiens is different in degree, but not in kind from his mollusks. Behind the smooth commentary is the ultimate horror of nothingness. The nothingness that he's talking about, of course, is when you're an atheist and you don't believe there is a God, then life really has no ultimate meaning. So I think that should give us a pause when we reflect on these things. And when we watch some of these documentaries, as many of our listeners may watch them, that you you know, have your filters up and be sure that you, again, realize who is presenting the story and why they're presenting the story the way they are. And once again, to be very careful to distinguish between what is fact and what is interpretation, because the way the story is told, you can't always tell which is which. Now to the things that we would consider interpretation rather than the fossils themselves. First of all, the date, 66 million years ago. We don't believe that that's true, and we believe that their method of trying to come to these huge ages of fossil finds and so forth is very much flawed. And so we've talked about this in other programs. We don't have time to get into it in detail today, but the radiometric dating is not the slam dunk that the popular press makes it out to be. So they do not know that it's 66 million years ago. It's dated that way by the evolutionary believing people who want to tell that story. The fossil find is in the region that uh, people talk about where the dinosaur dis, uh, extinction event would have happened, according to what they're saying. And what you do find factually in uh, general in the geological finds is that uh, between the Cretaceous and Tertiary layers of the, the geologic column, you'll see that below that demarcation, there are more dinosaur fossils found, and above that, not many. And so that's why they believe the dinosaurs became extinct at that time. How they became extinct, of course, is still a matter of speculation. It's widely believed, and that they widely promulgate the idea that the dinosaurs died because of a meteor or asteroid impact. That idea has gained popularity since about 1991. So before that, they didn't have that idea so much. But in the last 30 years or so, it has become very, very popular. Uh, and part of it has to do with the Chiluxlub, uh crater, uh, which is off the Yucatan Peninsula there in uh, Mexico and the Caribbean there. And even Bible-believing geologists, such as Dr. Andrew Snelling with Answers in Genesis, have written about that. It's a very impressive thing all of its own to read about that and to learn what might have happened then. And when it comes to Dr. Snelling and people who believe the Bible, as he does, as they reinterpret the fossil evidence and the geological evidence, they would say that God may have used an asteroid or many asteroids to bombard the earth to trigger the flood of Noah's day. Now, the Bible doesn't say that, so you have to be careful, but their, their interpretation would be that something like that could have triggered the things when the Bible talks about the fountains of the great deep burst forth, as well as the windows of heaven opened up when we had the, the rain that caused uh, the great flood of Noah's day. And so it's interesting to read articles, and there's one at Answers in Genesis that talks about this. It's authored by Dr. Snelling. The title of that article is Dinosaur Killer, Chiluxlub Asteroid Impact, and that was published January 1st of 2020. So a very fascinating event to read that, to get a biblical uh, take on what this might all be about. 
Now let's talk about the, the actual reinterpretation of this and looking at this from a biblical standpoint. The fact that the fossils, fossils happen because the, the dead animals were rapidly buried by water-borne sediment. That ties right in with the flood of Noah's day. That's why we find so many fossils all over the world, billions of dead things rapidly buried by waterborne sediment. Ties right in with the Bible teaching about a worldwide flood in the days of Noah. Uh, We see in the rock layers that were described here many kinds of living things, not just dinosaurs. If they had a turtle, they had fish, they had small mammals, you don't always read about that in the evolutionary books. But it turns out there were lots of other kinds of things that lived at the same time as the dinosaurs, even though people want to tell the story like, you know, human beings, for example, didn't show up till much, much later. Actually, we find all kinds of living things in the same rock layers with the dinosaurs. And what it comes back to for us always is understanding these things from a biblical worldview, that we know the Bible is true. What we find in terms of the world around us needs to be looked at through that lens. It's not going to undermine the Bible. It's not going to contradict the Bible. We want to be sure that we see the God who created the world tells us about that in his word, the Bible. The world that was destroyed by the flood the Bible tells us about that, too. And it all comes back to that the world fell into sin, rebelled against its creator, but God provided the way of escape, and that's in Jesus. And in this Holy Week, we come back to that, how thankful we are to God that he promised and in the fullness of time sent his son Jesus to die on Calvary's cross, to take away our sins. He rose in victory on the third day, giving us everlasting life as we repent of our sins and believe in him who is our creator and our Redeemer. Can you lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? I would be happy to do so. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you would have all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. By your almighty power and unsearchable wisdom, break and hinder all the counsel of those who hate your word and who by corrupt teaching would destroy it. Enlighten them by the knowledge of your holy glory, that they may know the riches of your heavenly grace, and in peace and righteousness serve you, the only true God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for being on the program today. My pleasure. We're the Messenger of Good News, KFUO Radio. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO Radio.